0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. It is Wednesday, October 26th, and we are live. Uh, we go live every Wednesday at 2 o'clock. If you're listening to the podcast in audio form, it is Thursday, October 27th. And all of that means that it's a Brady Quinn football show! Pew, 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 pew. that, Billy? What's going on? How are we doing? We're doing good, man. Um, you yeah, American social. Look, at you got that rope hat on.
1: so hat. Yeah, I, I actually wore this for you. I was thinking, like, I don't have many rope hats. Uh, my buddy Rick Harris at AMSO gave me this. I was like, all right, uh, I'll, I'll represent the rope AMSO. hat for Brinson and then American social for my buddy Rick.
0: How, how are you representing the wolf pack or the rope hat for Brinson? This the
1: rope is- hat. Rope hat. Yeah. This
0: Ro- is Ro- nice. Speaking of the wolf pack. Speaking of. Boy, we stink. Well,
1: look, give Jack Chambers a bit more time. Let him get settled into the position. Let's see what we got. We got a big one this week, baby.
0: Thursday night. Yeah, I guess this is where probably on the podcast, I should mention to Billy that I won't be here tomorrow night.
1: <laughs> Let's just bring Billy in on all this, because I feel like Billy over the course of this week so far has had a lot of curveballs thrown at him. I mean, yeah. at one point, I think on social media. Billy, do you handle the Pick 6 podcast social media account?
0: Yeah, I do. I do handle oh,
1: it. Oh, really, uh, on. There you go. So there you go. So let me ask you this, Billy. When you found out when I tweeted at the pick six podcast and talked about the matching donations for every jets win, give me your initial reaction. Were you like, what? Or are you like, wait a second? Because this we gotta tell people how this all played out.
0: I was confused. <laughs> I, I was working, my Brady, email. Hey, I was looking through Slack. I said, When did when did this Brady Brady from? thinks I Brady thinks I like ratted out the bit, but I did not because remember, we got on we got on before we went live on a podcast. I said Man, can you believe they're gonna make us match? Billy and Billy's like, what? And like he would tell, like, he was like, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> so CBS does not pay me enough to be able to make thousand dollar donations. So. so
1: full transparency, I put out there that the Pick Six Podcast Twitter account was going to match, and I had an inclination that Billy was running it. So I just wanted to see what his reaction was going to be. And clearly, it was one of surprise, maybe a little bit of anger and confusion. And then this led on to Will and I said, okay, let's try to drag this thing out this week. We'll see if we can get Billy on the podcast and then at least get him
0: out. I don't think Billy ever thought he was going to have to match a donation, but I think he definitely was like, if somebody tries to make me match, it's going to get awkward because I'm going to say no. Like, you were definitely on the hook a little bit, like, in terms I of. I was. Like, but, like, yeah. I was definitely going to give that that no. That was never going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what's You're funny? It's like, have you guys ever been to a charity event where they do a, a live auction? And, like, there's people going back and forth. And, like, it gets to a point where it gets a little bit awkward. Or even for, like, a, a, a trip or something that people are like, I don't really want to take that trip. I don't want to do that. And no one's bidding. Like, the room's dead silent. I just, I'm always like, oh, this is cringeworth. Like, I hate. I absolutely hate that every time. Yeah, I'm it's like it, a round
0: of golf, round of golf in Fort Lauderdale with Brady Quinn. It's like yeah, this that, dead, just just like brutal silence. Like, the- clearly
1: they've they've seen my golf game. They've seen me just wild off the tee. I mean, are you are you are you, are you What what's your handicap? Uh, I'm like an 11 now, but it's a sneaky 11 because the course that I play back up in my hometown, the village, it's a PJ Tour course. So that's where they play the. Yeah, the Arnold yes. tournament. It. It, it may not have inflated my handicap a bit. So, so you were really more like
0: a seven or something like that.
1: Uh I was I was at an eight before uh, I started playing that uh, pretty religiously whenever I get a chance. But I yeah. don't live there, so it's it's whenever I go up. But that course will, you. I, I swear to God, it is the most humbling experience I've ever had athletically playing yeah. golf on that course. Like it actually is a great a, challenge.
0: It's a, it's a, is it a Jack or an Arnold, Arnie? Uh Jack. It's a Jack. Yeah, yeah. It's where they do the. It's where they do the. Um.
1: Memorial Tournament.
0: Yeah, the Memorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. That is a hard course.
1: It's a really hard course. They grow the rough out, but uh, you know everyone there is great. It, it's we, we,
0: we we've never played golf. We need to play golf sometime.
1: We'll, we'll go there.
0: Right, we'll go start. there. Yeah. All right. All right oh, Billy. Uh, neither Brady and I will be on Thursday night. We're gonna go play golf in uh, Ohio. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Billy.
1: If you just heard, Will, he's not gonna be on tomorrow. I
0: really won't be there tomorrow night. Yeah. 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 Thanks for that. telling me. Yeah. We're I was gonna, gonna tell you. I was gonna We're tell you after the podcast, uh, but I, but I know that like this is increased focus on being like punctual and like being uh, ahead of time. Like, you know, like I wanted to let you know as soon as possible and in live fashion, that way it would be as just this is as soon as possible for you. Yeah. I was going to do it yesterday and I just forgot.
1: Uh remind people who does NC state play again.
0: Virginia tech. It's a That's terrible right.
1: game. And, and what's the line on that? It's not like eight and a half or something. It's kind of a big
0: screen and a half eight and
1: a half. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How is it 13 and a half? And I,
1: I think I took the points in VotSag. I think they're getting their leading rusher back to uh, Kershawn
0: King. I think is Now, name. would this cha- would it change your mind if I told you that for our tailgate, we plan on uh, dropping a live uh, turkey, a.k.a. a hokey into a boiling vat of oil as a, a sacrifice. To the, as a sa- what are you
1: gonna say? What? You're going to get pita caught on your ass.
0: You can't wait. If you're going to have a sacrifice, you can't just have a like a cold turkey. Bro, I don't think PETA believes in sacrifices like that. They weren't. A I mean, look, we're just simply recreating an Indiana Jones situation. OK, that's all we're doing. Uh, I don't think it works that way, but, oh, but you know. put that evil on me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> actually think it's a live turkey, um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I hope it's not. That'd be awful to watch. I don't, I don't watch anything die like that. I, I've actually haunted before my life. I, I want to I look him in the eyes and say, Beamer ball right before he goes into the battle <laughs> Bye, buddy. Well, I
1: mean, there now, so I'm not really sure that matters. But that being said, uh, good luck. I did take Votek in the points.
0: Yeah, I would take the points, too. It's insane that NC State would like, be laying 13 and a half. We haven't scored, yeah. one, we scored more than
1: 20 once all year. We, even when Devin Leary was playing, what was the greatest year?
0: No, the offense stinks. It's terrible. I, I'm not going to go that far. It's That's hyperbole, but, you know. I mean, been tempted to donate 100 bucks for every – I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, oh, okay, so let's get to it. Yeah, I, was, I, was to, I was trying to segue out dude, of NC State yeah. by, by – the donations, Uh the Jets won again. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they're three and zero since you promised to donate a thousand dollars. Here's the every- best part: they were so once
1: again they had end up playing a backup quarterback, which they've got. They're five and two now. How many backups have they actually played and beat? Are four of their five wins there was a backup that played in the game?
0: Uh So their wins are against the Bron- Broncos. Obviously, they had a backup. Yep. they beat the Packers straight up. Straight up, yeah. Dolphins, they beat with uh, the third string. Third string. <laughs> yeah. Steelers, uh, second Thomas. string,
1: technically. <laughs> technically. I
0: mean, te- yeah, technically second string with the Steelers, te- second string with the, the Browns. Uh, they lost to Burrow. Yeah, I mean, I think technically every one of their wins has been against someone who, every one of their wins it's has not been, been against, Bay. no, everyone except Green Bay has been against someone who didn't start the season as the starter. Didn't begin the season as a starter. Uh, Besides, besides
1: the Pittsburgh game, Trubisky, oh, started, oh, Trubisky started that. Game, so that's what. But but then had a fight it. with Deontay Johnson at halftime. So then Pickett entered the game. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I mean, wow. every one of their games, every one of their wins, except the Packers game, and I bet the Packers game actually featured Jordan Love throwing passes. Wow. So a backup is played in every single one of their games, I would guess.
1: That's true. Um, Which is and it's gonna be interesting because in this week they played the New England Patriots
0: we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that after. I mean, let's 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 talk about the donation for the Jets, right? Uh, we actually had a uh, podcast listener, Patrick McGlinchey and Quinn oh, McGlinchey his daughter, his six year old daughter, is uh doing a, a JDRF. Dot, uh, so so uh, one walk in Philadelphia for a uh, for JDRF.org, which is um designed it's to help junior, junior diabetes. Designed to help uh, find a cure. The, the goal is to find a cure for type one diabetes. And thanks to, uh, I, I got a note from him that said, oh my God, I can't believe Brady actually donated. He's a pod listener. He mentioned it. The walk was supposed to actually be, I'm trying to think. Well, oh, uh, oh, you know what happened? This is kind of cool. Uh, just sort of like a, like a, you know, like a, a karmic thing. Uh, the walk was supposed to be before the Jets game in, in Denver. Okay. But because of the, the Philadelphia Phillies success. It, the walk had to be pushed back because you can't, you know, you can't like, like basically pull, push back after the World Series. Okay. So in other words, like, we like it wouldn't even have been an option to wow. donate because the walk would have happened except the you know, it's a, all the Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, now we, now we have the
1: opportunity to donate. Uh, donate a thousand bucks, technically, a thousand to ten. We're always paying for the processing fees. Yep. Uh, only $10 for this one, though. I forget what was the first one. I mean, it was like $32. Or something. Yeah, City Kitties and City Dogs. I was yeah. like, my goodness, that was 30 bucks or something.
0: Uh, but I was I was, I was, DMing with Patrick, and he said that, you know, like this, I goes straight to her team. Like she gets full credit for it. So yeah. that's really cool that that happens. Um, if you, listener or viewer, have a uh, charity that you are passionate about um, that you, um, but you want to see maybe get some cash uh the Jets are bound to win another game at least I mean this so, week I mean are they favored this week uh they the Patriots are like one point favorites one and a half maybe last
1: I checked so the only game they were favored was the Denver game versus Brett Ripon
0: yeah and that and they, they they didn't open as they were two and a half point dogs and then they closed as as, as what Russell as is two it? and a half point favorites I think once once uh old Wolverine blood bowed out of that one huh um I have a question about Russell Wilson in a second, but I'm trying to look and see what the line is now. On it was one and a half, I think, the last time I, I looked at it. I think the Jets were uh,
1: getting a point and a half, which is shocking. They're flying New England at home, right? They are playing the the Patriots at home.
0: Yes, they are hosting. The line is. is it- I mean the the oh, one. Yeah, it's minus one and a half. Right there. Now. We go.
1: The the one thing I'll admit about this is they've got five wins. I, I thought they'd coming into the season they probably have five or six wins. So. I'll say I was wrong about that. I mean, they're already at five. They're bound to win more um, than five or six at this point. But I can't walk back that they wouldn't be favored in the first nine games because their only game they were actually favored was
0: winning as an underdog. Yeah. And that's And that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw that um, uh, Brian Dable, speaking of teams that win as an underdog, the Giants, uh, Brian Dable had the, the blasting Aretha Franklin's respect – as the team walked onto the field, it's like, "All right, look, you're six and one. Everyone respects you. You don't need to. This is no one is disrespecting you just because you're three point dogs in Seattle. Like Seattle's yeah. good too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very excited about that charity. Jets keep winning. You mentioned the New England Patriots, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. I mean, like, I mean, just what the hell is going on with this? And what what did you think about how that played out? Because you've been, I mean. I don't, I can't really think of it. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. This I, I've happens.
1: never been in a situation um, quite like that, where, but you know, been in somewhere you, You've you
0: been know, yanked in and out of a lineup, like of a game before, right?
1: I, I have I've been benched in a game before, but you know, it kind of different than I've been put in as the backup. Um, and so
0: the time where, where, uh, I'm not trying to like, I mean, like just let me talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was just curious to get the specific. <laughs> I, I was going to go specifically back. Okay. Defense. okay defense. Go ahead. My God.
1: So back in 2009, we're on the road in Baltimore. I think I was six for eight with like a pick. And the funny thing about that game was we had we had prepared all week, and it was like one of those deals where it was no one's throwing the ball down the field against them. It was early in the season, but they're like, we're not even going to try. So I was six for eight for whatever, and then ended up getting fooled on one of the coverages. Uh, I was reading the backside safety. It looked like he was at, you know going to roll to the middle of the field. Corner had played off, and I guess he just squatted and sat. And so I kind of, as I drop back, you know, peeked at the backside safety. He looks like he was working towards the middle of the field. I'm thinking post high. I know I've got Braylon one-on-one with the corner backside. He's running a stop route, nine-yard stop. So it's a timing route, right? One, two, three, four, five, plant throw. And as I start to get my hips and head around three, four, five, I'm blocked off by, by our tackle, Joe Thomas. Can't really see between him and the DN. But, I, you know, a lot of those throws, timing throws like that, you got to get it out on time and to that spot. Otherwise, if you're late, could get picked off. Well, You know, goes to show you, I I didn't like. He basically the safety kind of worked towards the middle, then worked back, and so he he did exactly what you know a a good veteran safety would do in that spot to be able to make me think it was post eye, and then it ends up being cloud coverage. And so Braylon (laughs) didn't even adjust his route because he thought it was some sort of post eye too. Corner ends up standing in front of it. Braylon stops in the nine, stop, picked off. I think I might have gotten a tackle on that play.
0: Do you remember who 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 Chris McAllister? Ah, the other, yeah, the other side, other side.
1: Uh, I don't remember then. Dominique Foxworth. Foxworth. Okay. All I remember was, I think he pitched it and I think Ray Lewis ended up getting the football on the sideline. And I think that was who I ended up tackling. Really? At some point. Yeah. You'd have to try to go back, but, um, I just remember after the play, cause I was obviously ticked off about it. You know, you, you hate that. Oh, is this, one, this isn't the one where, no, no, not that one. Okay. That was later in the season. Oh, sorry. Just and then the other time coming in off the bench was 2012. Um, I think we were playing Cincinnati, and we were at home in Kansas City. Castle actually just literally drove us down to get a field goal. And, you know, we, offense was having a hard time getting some things going, but it wasn't necessarily just him. And they literally tell me as I'm going to take a piss at the urinal, they're like, hey, you're going in. And I was like, huh? And then I, I kind of looked over at Matt, and I was like, man – like, it was just – it was one of those things where in that moment, like, there's the human element of things where, like, yeah, I wanted to go play. But I also was looking at and thinking, like, this isn't on him. Like, he hasn't played bad. He just gave us a little momentum going into half. And uh, and at that point, I don't think I had um, – I was coming off a concussion. So I hadn't really taken any reps the entire week. It wasn't like I was prepared by any means. Not that most backups are, sure. but even less so in, in that event. So uh, it's a tough spot to be in for both parties. I mean, it was nice to see Bailey coming and play well. But the truth of the matter is, Mac could have made probably both those throws. I mean, the Jacoby Myers throw—he was wide open. Wait, it was a bad throw. throw What's that?
0: It was a bad throw.
1: Well, I'm, I'm just saying the throw could have been made because it was wide, wide open. You're going to credit a touchdown pass, and you know and then
0: the Ramondre Stevenson wheel route—like
1: anybody could have made that throw. Right. I'm talking about the Jacoby Myers one, though.
0: No, no, yeah.
1: But regardless. The, the the part of the issue is now you're going back. Everyone's looking at the tape, and they're like, "Did the ball hit the wire or not for the SkyCam?" Which I'm looking at that. I know ESPN said it didn't, which is shocking. You know, of course they're going to say it didn't. It looked like it altered the ball a little bit. I'm just, the ball, I, I,
0: there's, there's a wire there. The ball hits the wire, and it just d- darts downward.
1: Look, I, I don't know if it ultimately would have ended up, um, you know, changing whether or not that play was a pick or not. I looked at it and thought to myself, it definitely hit the wire, and, and I would have been pretty ticked off if I was Mac Jones that instance, but probably more so the fact that if I'm rehabbing to come back from injury and you yank me after I'm just getting a couple series in, my third series, you know, doesn't go great either. Like, give me a chance to work back into it. And that was flashes of Brian Flores with the Miami Dolphins and mismanaging Tonga Bailoa.
0: Sorry, one second. You okay? Uh, Yeah, no, my um, – Chrome just just craps out sometimes. Okay,
1: well, I, I'll keep going then. But yeah. I mean, I, I don't know you looked at it. I looked at it and thought to myself, this is a complete mismanagement of the quarterback position. And I think if you go back to the history in New England, Bill Belichick's never had to worry about that because he always had Tom Brady. And, and maybe you would have said, well, in the beginning he did because he had Blood, so then went to Brady. But they had success. They were winning Super Bowls. I mean, right away they won three Super Bowls. So no one was going to ever question that. And Tom became Tom, and the rest is history. And this is a position now where you drafted a kid in the first round. He takes you or helps take you to the playoffs in his rookie season. He was probably by far and away the best rookie. And then going into year two, gets off to a slow start. And mind you, you also weren't running the football well initially. You have Matt Patricia calling plays. Like, this whole thing was going to be a work in progress. So I I just, I feel for Mac Jones, I feel like um, this has now become a thing and a controversy, and it really didn't need to be. It's just, it, it, I mean, moving forward, at some point, Belichick just needs to come out and say, he's our guy. And Zappi's our backup. We we need to figure out what we have in Mac Jones before we'd ever move on from a guy we invested a first-round pick into.
0: It's also weird that, like, I mean, Bailey Zappi's a fourth-round pick. He's, like, a, a prolific college player at Western Kentucky. but you know, here, yeah. I mean, and you should be. You
1: throw the football every play, and that's yeah. just.
0: Are they Mac Are they Mac or they whack or what? Are they?
1: No, they're uh no, they're not whack either. They're uh they're, um, they're
0: in a conference where you chunk the ball around.
1: It's conference USA.
0: Yeah. Maybe CUS. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they all move a lot too much, too much for me. Um, You know, look at plus, like looking back at the, you know, the Brady thing week two is when Brady comes in for Bledsoe against the Jets. They lose 10 to three Brady, then whips Peyton Manning, 44, um, 13, you know, lose at the dolphins, but then they rip off like four of five wins and then five wins straight to close out the season. I mean, that makes it like... Oh, sorry, six, six straight to close out the season because they their buy in week sixteen, which is what the heck, What is that right? Yeah, that, that doesn't happen anymore. Week sixteen buy? What is that? That is ridiculous. Um, I don't remember ever seeing it. But anyway, the point being is like Brady won a ton of games; it was easy to do. Like Bailey Zappi came in and, and threw you know two touchdown passes, um, but you point out like anybody could have thrown them and. He then didn't proceed not to play very well and have a bunch of passes batted and turn into interceptions. And so to me, it's it's weird that Belichick is, is just not saying, look, Mac's my guy. We're going with Mac when he's healthy.
1: No, I mean, I would hope that's the case. And and look, watching him warm up before the game, it didn't look like Mac was, was healthy. I mean, not that he's the most fleet of foot, but he wasn't moving like he was a hundred percent. You could tell there was something a bit off. So maybe they had him on a pitch count. But the odd thing is, is, you had other players come out and say that they weren't aware of that, and that surprised them. So th- that kind of, you know, lends me to look back upon all the other New England assistants that I had as head coaches and just say, that's one of those things that I think every head coach that's left New England has struggled with. Mm. And in part because you know you've co- you've constantly got to you know feel like you're you're earning your position, and uh, and that's all great. Like I'm all for that. You know, I, I was in a quarterback competition when uh, Eric Mangini came in in 2009 with the Cleveland Browns, you know, and, and won that uh, over Derek Anderson. So I have no problem doing that. It's just, it's more of the, you know, signal to your locker room and developing that chemistry with your O-line, the guys you're throwing to and everything else. And even though we tend to look at Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi and think they're probably somehow related because <laughs> they look right. exactly the same, their skill sets are the same. Yeah. There's, there's differences between the two. I mean, any, anywhere you go as a backup, they try to get your cadence to sound like the starter. So when you go in, there's not an issue with it. So whatever that mannerism is, you've got to try to, you know, have the same voice inflection and all that. Uh, Or everyone's trying to follow you and do exactly how you do it if you're the starter. So it's just, there's so many little nuances to it. And I hate the fact that now this becomes a thing because this is a competitive division. I mean, between Miami now that looks great, now the uh, two is back behind center. Obviously the Jets are five and two, and we'll see if they're able to sustain that, right? They're, well, one and zero in the division. There hasn't been many divisional games, so they got to play each other, and obviously that it starts this week. But there's a lot of football left to be played, and now you have this big distraction ha- kind of hanging over of what looked to be a lot of momentum that was built, not so much from Bailey Zappi, but to me the defense and that rushing attack that you completely got away from against a Bears team that's been awful against the run this year.
0: Yeah, I look, I agree with you completely. I mean, it's the other thing. There was a rumor that, and I, th- I think I think maybe Tom Curran would say this on the Dan Patrick show that, you know, sort of, and, and this is the same theory that I had floated uh, like the night of the game is that basically Mac Jones worked so hard in practice and and like was so aggressive. He was like, Bill, I want to play. Like, let me get out there and Belichick's like, all right, look, I'll let you play. I'll let you start, but you're, you're going to be on the quick, the quickest leash possible. He doesn't want him to get hurt and suffer a serious long-term injury. And so he, when he threw that first interception, it was an excuse to yank him out. He said it wasn't performance-based. It wasn't injury-based. No, so none of that made sense. It, it's just such a like an unforced error by Belichick because you could just start Bailey Zappi, and if you got a lead and you can run downhill, then you just go win the game. Right. And if you start, if you if you if you don't, and he's struggling, then maybe you go to Mac. That to me is is I don't know. It's just very odd to like let like let Mac force his way out there for just the first. Right. I mean, it goes back on the, the comment,
1: I think, that you know, you'd know you have, too, with the Miami Dolphins back uh, when they started the the kid out of um, Kansas State. His name's skipping my mind right now against the Jets. Uh, uh, oh, Skylar Thompson. Uh, yeah, Skylar Thompson. So he's healthy enough to start. Or excuse me, uh, Teddy Bridgewater's healthy enough to back up, but not start. And then you he, Skylar Thompson gets hurt, and all of a sudden, Teddy Bridgewater's right, right in the game. It's like yeah. kind of the same. It's like the opposite thing with Mac Jones. It's like, well, he's healthy enough to play, but he's not healthy enough to be in there the whole game so they
0: like, were scared of the backlash if they if they played uh they played ted started teddy after he'd been like put in concussion protocol even though he never like once wobbled at all it, it, oh. when they passed the protocol even
1: afterward right it was just more of that he, he
0: never he, he passed it like he they put him in the protocol in the game they're like oh, he cleared it and then like after the game they're like yeah he just didn't have a concussion just not a thing like and he anyway anyway um,
1: it just it, it seems like now, and the media started not as I'm not saying turn on Bill Belichick, but they are getting testy with him because a lot of the questions they're asking are justified. And, and sure. it seems like either he doesn't want to talk about it to make it more of a thing, but it's becoming more of a thing, or he doesn't want to admit a mistake. And I think that's the tough thing now because he's had so much success that like everyone's reverts back to, well, he's Bill Belichick. He's won all these Super Bowls. Well, that, that kind of works. And especially when you are winning, but. I don't know that it doesn't look like the same right now. And I don't know that the media is going to give them a free pass if they don't continue to have success considering how competitive the division is.
0: He, he still is able to go like, no, we just finished the game. I'm not going to answer that question, but like people are pressing him more and he seems he's less able to sort of push on through it because he, he has to be questioning himself a little bit too. I mean, right.
1: I'm sure he's questioning everything. Like I, I the first thing I kept thinking was why are you not running the football? Like, wh- why, what, are you, what are you doing? Why are you trying to air this thing out? I mean, I, we can go through the box count, at some of the looks, but Ramondre Stevenson's been phenomenal this year once they've really featured him as the back. Get him back in there, give him 18, 20 carries, and pound away because he's one of those bigger backs that back when we, I played with Jamal Lewis, Jamal was always better from, like his 12th carry on because he would just wear down defenses. And at the second half of the game, those dudes did not want that heat anymore. Ramondre Stevenson has size and physicality like that. And so I, I just... I feel like they didn't, you know, the, obviously, obviously they didn't do the quarterbacks any, you know, they didn't give them any help. But on top of that, like Matt Patricia kind of flew under the radar with what I thought was kind of a poor game.
0: Oh yeah, real yeah, poor. Everyone was talking about the quarterback play, and the, the you know, the Bears had a bunch of third down conversions, fumbled five times, recovered all five. That's kind of lucky. But it's like if you just pound the ball and like you know make Chicago and make mistakes, like they they allow Chicago to do what they should have done: dictate what? the tempo, dictate the pace, dictate the style of play. Um, All right, let's take a break. When we come back, veteran quarterbacks, a bunch of them are struggling. What's the solution and who's in the biggest trouble next? Robert half research indicates
1: nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: Two uh, two of the four traded this offseason. Right. Another one, Tom Brady, previously traded. And Aaron Rodgers, thought to be traded. It doesn't end up, you know, just notable that they're in, like, some you know new positions. Of those four, or actually, before we get to those four, I have a question about Russell Wilson specifically. Did you see what, do you see the stuff today? I did. I did. How do you feel about,
1: what was he doing down the aisle? I feel like someone would get in a fight with him. If he was doing high knees in the aisle on a plane, and I was trying to sleep, I would I would fight. I don't know. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's a grandma, a little kid. If I am trying to fly overseas on a plane, and you're doing high knees in the aisle for hours, what was an eight hour flight? And they said like four of them. He was doing high knee. He He
0: was working out and stretching for four hours of the eight hours of the plane.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's say two hours. He 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 said that. He
0: that's somebody else. He said that. He's like I was doing high knees while my teammates were sleeping. One, it's like you come off as across as a loser, and two, you you're insulting your teammates.
1: Well, I ju- yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I'm not going to get into that. I'm just going to say this: I would fight that person if I I don't know who he was near when he was doing these high knees. I, I would have been irate.
0: I mean, he's doing the, the whole length of the plane, just like <laughs> up and down,
1: up and down. <laughs> I would have
0: lost. People I mean, like, you think that um
1: that might be where you lose the locker room as a quarterback.
0: Like if you go understood. there and things
1: don't go well, it's like well. Where would he lose it? That was the high knees. You know, most people thought it was you know all the
0: other stuff. It was it was the high knees on the airplane. <laughs> the high knees. Finally, I was picturing him like finishing like 15 minutes of high knees, and like he sits down in his seat, presses the call button. Nobody comes. Presses the call button again. Nobody comes. Presses the call button a third time. Finally, some like, this exasperated like stewardess comes back. She's trying to sleep too. Like get some rest because she's just got her shift. She's like, "Yes, Mister Wilson. I don't mean to be a bother, madam, but." I did notice Jerry Judy's not wearing his seatbelt in row thirteen, 13. She's like, I'll say something to him. And she's like, well, I'll just follow you up there. Like he's just out here narking on everybody on this plane. I Because mean, I'm sure it's a wide international plane.
1: I've done it with the Broncos before. We but the Isles are it,
0: that big, right?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, they're big, but to your point, like it doesn't matter if you're in a wide body jet. That you're flying overseas in? Am I still high, dude? Just like stomping. It's, it's, it's a plane. Like the aisles aren't that wide. I mean, right,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like,
1: and you're still in close proximity to people, and it's not like they're soundproof. So I yeah, just it's
0: also like zero point zero percent chance that he didn't catch somebody's head or like somebody's arm. Is he, like you can't you can't just sit in a plane. You can't just sit in a plane without getting your arm or your head hit. Yeah, I, I just
1: uh, that that I saw, and I was like, oh man. It's, I, it's
0: arguably that he's done a lot of weird, terrible, bizarre things. And it's probably the worst. I just don't know how it changed so fast,
1: so fast. Yeah. yells out Broncos country. Let's ride. Although I, he didn't say that after the past, uh, last, last saying
0: it. Cause it's just, he realized it.
1: Well, it's that. And I think it's also the fact that over the past, like 12 months, somehow he's turned into a villain he's never done anything wrong in his life like people tend to like like or be more relatable to antonio brown who's now owes oh, some guy 1.2 million it's uh, after paying assaulting 000. 000. <laughs> yeah so playing four thousand four thousand because he assaulted him trying to you know move or whatever else happened now he owes him 1.2 and people are like no but antonio brown's cool he puts giselle in a t-shirt and says booming like okay um <laughs> it's just it's the oddest thing to me how everyone's villainized russell wilson but he does, but it's bring, not
0: so odd when he starts doing the high knees in the play. He, he
1: does bring that kind of stuff on on onto himself. The, the
0: Wolverine blood, you know that he's ready to Yeah, yeah. It's I don't
1: bad. know.
0: I, I wish know. I wish that you were still playing in the NFL and you would do stuff like this. I would never do stuff like that. I was. I, I wish you would like, but they I feel like maybe you you might be. I guess you're too quiet. You didn't say a whole lot when you were playing, but like no. I mean,
1: because that was never me. Like, I would rather try to hopefully let my actions speak louder than my words. So, I, I, I would I,
0: like it if you were I, a current NFL quarterback who's like running his mouth about Russ. Like yeah. you're, like you're on the Chargers or something. You're like, and you're like, yeah, I might do go do some high knees. Like, like you're just a, like currently sarcastic Brady Quinn who's, like making fun of Russ. Yeah, that would be fun.
1: I, I don't know. Maybe you would. You might be too tall. Uh, to I'd knees. look like a giraffe on, on a plane doing high knees. I know that much. Like, it would not be it'd not be very pretty if I was doing high I'm knees.
0: do high knees on the next plane I do. I'll just see. The I high know. knees
1: is butt kicks. You know, butt yeah. kicks is the other thing. Just absolutely lacing people as you go by. Like, that, that's flailing out and kicking <laughs> someone. Just out and out? The and, like, hey. <laughs> hey. Just throwing peanuts as I'm going up and down
0: the aisles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so Russell Wilson, weirdo. To, uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson.
1: There's a solution right? for all four. There's a quick solution for all four. Russell, to me, either needs a different offense to play in or time, and I think it will come around at some point. Um, Matt Ryan, that, that, one's, that one was the biggest surprise to me. Like, that's the, the biggest conundrum. And I, and I know Sam Ellinger's looked good in preseason. Uh, I, I loved the kid when he was at Texas. He's a great young man. He reminded me a little bit of Hurts. Like, the more he played, the better he got. He's a good... Um, quarterback run, you know, design quarterback runs for him. He's tough. He's smart. He can do RPOs. You know, that's more of his style. And he's improved as a pocket passer. But they're going to have to adapt the offense in a big way. And so my thought's kind of threefold with that. They're either making this move because they want to see what they have in Sam before they potentially are in a position to draft a quarterback and move on. Since so the veteran route hasn't worked, right? Like your frat buddy, Phillip Rivers, that didn't work.
0: That, that did work. He just retired.
1: Well, to they, a went to the play- they went to
0: the playoffs and nearly beat Buffalo. That worked. It worked.
1: Okay, we don't we don't play horseshoes in the you know, with how that works. I right?
0: mean
1: they didn't beat him. They're trying to win a Super Bowl. Like Jim Merced wants to get back to a Super Bowl. The,
0: the the single year Philip Rivers experiment worked.
1: Okay. Your frat buddy, the single year worked.
0: The following year with Carson Wentz. all
1: year Wentz did not work because they I guess this they, they didn't make the playoffs and they just expected him to, you know, do what, what Rivers did, which was awesome. Yeah, it's great.
0: Um, since Andrew Luck retired, it has not been, wor- the, the, the okay, point. there you go. Okay. Thanks. Will. um, so that's
1: the whole point It's like, they've got the veteran route hasn't worked out. Now they're trying to go back to saying, let's go find maybe that number one overall pick. I mean, it's not, you know, suck for luck. It's Bryce young. It's CJ Stroud. It's, you know, whoever else will Levis. Whoever wants to want to put in that conversation. Right. Uh, maybe that's part of the thought here. Like let's see what we have in Sam before we move on to one of those guys. Um, or, or maybe they feel like they need to run that style of offense with Sam in order to be successful because of their offensive line play and some of the other pieces. But I, I don't know. I mean, Frank Reich has to be feeling some pressure, but it feels more like a Jim Ruse move, which is obviously oh. paying Matt Ryan.
0: There's also the factor uh, I believe Mike Florio pointed this out. I was trying to figure out what his contract could, could be an issue because remember Wentz had the playing time incentives that they had to pay for. Excuse me. Um, if Matt Ryan were to suffer an injury, and he couldn't pass his physical on the third day of the league year in March.
1: 14 million or something like that.
0: 17, yeah. 17. I mean, and, and then you'd be on the hook for him. Yeah, you couldn't, you'd have to wait to, you know, you'd, you'd be guaranteed the 17 million plus I already owe him 12 million. Right. But, you know, the thing about that, that I
1: look at and just go, okay, everyone kind of plays that risk. There's a lot of guys with, you know, wording like that in their contract. And it's so early in the season, you're a game back in the AFC South. You're just going to throw in the towel on the guy. You're paying a bunch of money to come in here and you give him draft capital to come in and do that. So to me, I, I get it. Like I understand the details of the contract, but I mean, you're paying them this year. Like, like let's I, focus on right now. It seems early I, in the year to do this.
0: I think it's a Jim Irsay thing where he came in and said, "We are, we're not playing him anymore. You guys get one." And they look, it was 2011. The 2011? They they uh, they rolled out um,
1: Curtis, Panner, cause yeah, Peyton yeah, Curtis Painter because Painter had
0: the neck injury. Yeah, had the neck injury, and um, they got the number one overall pick. They fired everybody. They cut Peyton, and then they, uh, and then they drafted Andrew Luck, and they turned it over to Ryan Grigson and, and, and Chuck Pagano. So yeah. it, I don't think it'd be crazy if they, if he had this, t- if he ordered his current regime to tank, and then it was like I'm cleaning the house and bringing in new people.
1: Yeah, no, and and especially when you look at around the league, right? The teams that were anticipated to not be very good, I mean, the Texans, you're going to be battling with them within the division, but now maybe you feel like this, you know, helps to put you in a position. Um, where you are actually going to lose more games than them? The Jets already have more wins than you. The Giants have more wins than you. And when you start looking at like some of the bottom feeders, um, Washington, you know, Commanders are a team that uh, is obviously you know trying to still be competitive with Taylor Heineke. But you know, you start looking around and going, all right, like we've got three wins. Like maybe if we just stay around this number, like we'll be the f- you know first team pick and come next year. So it seems like it's it, it's a little bit of that to it. You you hate if that's actually the case, though. And usually what happens in this instance, and you can really tell, is if veteran players who are on the offensive line or defense start going on IR, and they start going and getting those surgeries, or they're, they're usually pushed off the end of the season, trying to play through it. Shaquille Leonard and DeForest Buckner suddenly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Quentin Nelson, he's got something he's got to get worked on. It. All right, I'm out. Like it fixed for next year. Like, that was what happened that year in India. I forget how many guys they ended the season with on IR, but it was a big number. And you started to see guys go, I'm going to take care of myself and make sure I'm, I'm healthy come the following season.
0: Um, Were you uh, – no, you were not. I'm sorry. Was, I, was I couldn't remember if you played – it, it was Tyler Thigpen maybe that played them late in the year. It was like Tyler Thigpen versus Curtis Painter late in that 2011 season. It's just an all-time – I
1: was in Denver that year, so I wouldn't I wouldn't have – yeah, I wouldn't have been in Kansas City that year.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. 2000. Am I, for, am I wrong with this? Maybe it was early in the year. It was uh, huh. Matt Castle versus Curtis Painter. Why do I not? Why do I remember Tyler Cast Daddy. Yeah, Cast Daddy. um All right. So anyway, so uh, that's the cold so, thing. That's hey, the cold. There's no real fix for Matt Ryan because he's not playing again.
1: No. You no. got a
0: Russell fix. What about what about Tom and Aaron?
1: Tom, Tom's going to come around. Like I, I think that's a group that I, I don't know if it's a byproduct of Aaron's not being there. Um, either on the headset or just as that, like, figure to keep him accountable to make sure he's a part of things with the team and how that's impacted it. But aside, I mean, I think honestly, the fix is like off the field stuff. Like, he's he's looked different this season playing, and there's it's not like the I mean, obviously, their offensive line's been a little bit banged up. They've gotten healthier though, as a wide receiver, you know, group, and so you can't really point to that. It's still left which calling the plays, which Bruce Arians gave him all the credit. I think it's the off the field stuff. I think it's the first time he's, he's really truly been impacted by his personal life, which has been private for the most part, outside of glimpses that we see with Giselle. I think that's hurt it, man. Like, I think it's finding, you know, whatever it is w- with that off the field. And then there's other players. I mean, look at Tiger Woods. Granted, he's had a bunch of injuries, but once his private life became public, it was, I think, really hard for him to overcome, like all this people whispering on the tee box and saying things and, you know, as much as you're zoned in and you can act like you don't hear it, you can't be zoned in for four hours straight or three hours straight. You're going to hear stuff from time to time, uh, you know, no matter who you are, no matter how zoned in you are when you're out there as a player.
0: I mean, I always, I always liken it to just I mean, like anybody who plays golf like you're if you're going to play golf and you have you feel like you've got everything sort of you know, neatly. So you feel like you know, just you know, if you're if you're if you're dealing with stuff mentally, it's going to be more difficult to play, like to focus on what you're what you're trying to do, what you're trying to do well. It's just that's just a fact of the matter. So th- I, that's why I look at that. And I just say
1: it's it's an instance where like I, I hope they can resolve things or figure out things off the field because you see a lot of frustration, you see a lot of things going on. You're wondering, like, is his focus the same as, as it's been? And, and I know he's determined. And look, you you can maybe make the case for Mike Evans drops an easy touchdown catch. But the reality is that, that's what seems to be the one thing that's off that doesn't make a lot of sense. We can say it's father time if we want, but the truth of the matter is well, he led the league in passing yards last year. I, I mean, maybe when the decline comes, it comes in a dramatic fashion, but I think that's, that's playing a factor in all that. And then as far as Rodgers goes, it's tough because outside of trying to make a move for another wide receiver, a veteran wide receiver, I'm, I'm not sure that's going to really fix it. I mean, ultimately what their fix is they need to go back to running the football. Like, Aaron Jones is their best, most reliable player on offense right now. Find ways of giving him the rock, him and A.J. Dillon as many times as possible, and then sprinkle in the pass. But don't try to make yourself into this team that is going to drop back, throw the football 40 sometimes a game, and expect to win just because Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. The rest of the guys he's throwing to aren't guys who are ready yet to take that next step or become a Devontae Adams or Jordy Nelson or whoever else you want to put in that position.
0: Agreed completely. Like, you know what your strengths and weaknesses are. Like, I, mean, I, I mean, I said before the season, Like, I thought Green Bay would be fine because they're going to use Aaron Jones and Aaron Dillon on A.J. Dillon on the field at the same time. That'll be the focal point of their offense. It's like you can't just be this passing attack with no receivers, especially ones who don't don't know Aaron Rodgers well enough. Now he, he's calling them out every week. So you you would feel better about Brady turning around than Rodgers. I do at this
1: point. Uh, I really do. I think in part, look, the division, they're still sitting atop the top of the division with a losing record and they haven't played well. I mean, it, and their defense has been lights out. Um, now, they haven't ran the football really great. Maybe that's uh, you know that's something that you look at and say, can we bring some of them before the trade deadline? Cam Akers, is he getting along with things that are going on in L.A.? Do you want that issue? Do you not? Kareem Hunt, you know, fourth-round pick reportedly is what he could go for. So um, you might want to look at, like, those two guys to, to bring in some help. But I think you look at that division and say, why not? Like, why couldn't Tampa Bay turn this around oh, yeah. and get this thing going?
0: Well, speaking of which, they will try to on Thursday night. Tonight, if you're listening to the podcast, let's do a quick two minute preview on the Bucks and the in the Ravens.
1: The pass rush for the Ravens is starting to come on. I think you it saw is. that last week, right? Like Justin Feast a
0: huge factor in the season.
1: Yeah, especially considering the offensive line issues that Tampa's had. And obviously, again, Tampa hasn't run the football well, which you know, all those things you know line up to me to think that you'd want to because what the Ravens are given, how many points?
0: Uh, Ravens are laying one an and a half. half at Tampa, I believe.
1: But that's the problem is just it's one now. It's down to one. It's just one. That's kind of funky to me. Like I think the Ravens have been playing better football, and yet they it's only a point. So I don't know. Maybe this is that that matchup where they get things going back in the right direction. You know, you take the bucks, you take the point, and probably the money line is just gonna win outright.
0: Well, so you gotta figure it'd be Ravens minus four on a neutral field, roughly. Right. So Although, it means to be Ravens minus seven at home. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird how they do that. It's like you would, you know, because you, you adjust it. You're like, oh, well, you know, it's like six points. You're adjusting
1: a- it based on the home field advantage, right? Yeah. Uh, then they you know, I'm looking at it saying Baltimore's played better than Tampa. I, I would have thought like home field advantage, this would maybe be, you know, Tampa giving one or two. I didn't think they'd be an underdog at home. So it, it kind of tells me a little bit of something either. And I'm not sure which way you go in that direction, but I don't want to bet against Tom Brady at home. Why is an underdog as something just tells me like at the end of the game, he'll figure out a way of getting this thing back together.
0: And we do have the Ravens who have given up a lot of leads so far. They've led by double digits every two, of one of their games. Maybe the move here is to, if you want to bet it, wait until the, the Ravens are up uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 points, whatever it is. And uh, live bet the Buccaneers.
1: So you're just anticipating Baltimore walking away with this one?
0: No, I'm just anticipating Baltimore having a lead and coughing it up because they do that every week. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable.
1: Different defense here, though, right? Like, I, I think the linebacker play in Tampa is that of which can match the rushing attack and, and maybe mirror a little bit uh, Lamar Jackson and really force them to have to make the throws downfield that, look, outside of the tight ends, I mean, Rashad Bateman's come on, but and Duvernay as well, but you kind of look at it and go, ah, eh, it's probably the most inconsist- inconsistent piece of their offense. It's just and, Lamar Jackson playing for the pocket.
0: Well, yeah, right, right now it is. He hadn't been very good in the last four weeks and Mark Andrews, not a single catch last week is still listed as questionable, questionable. Did not practice on Tuesday. We're obviously we're recording this on Wednesday afternoon. So we don't know exactly what his status is for uh Wednesday. But yeah, I mean, like I think, yeah, I might lean towards Tampa Bay here as well. It's just stinky. It's just something smells. Hey, you know smells what other one that stinks this week? this
1: week? Which one?
0: Texans and Titans. Do you know oh, what that wait. line is?
1: Yeah, give it to me again.
0: Titans minus two at Houston.
1: Doesn't make any sense.
0: No sense. Like, it I mean, makes me automatically want to take Houston.
1: Yeah, I think I am taking Houston this I week. I think I'm
0: taking Houston to win and yeah, cover. It,
1: it doesn't make any sense. Houston has not played well. They're not a very good football team. Teams are calling about Brandon
0: Cooks. Derrick Henry destroys the Texans. In destroys
1: the Texans. And they've got things going Get back going again. Like, the Titans are back in control of the AFC South. And they're playing, they're playing good football. You know, Tannehill... Fans are anybody who didn't pick him to win the division before the season, trust me, I know. Yeah. But, you know, maybe Tannehill being banged up with, with the ankle injury, suffering last week's game. I mean, maybe there's something more to that. Someone knows something. But that line didn't make any sense to me. I thought the Titans would be a bigger favorite. I
0: thought the Titans would be, like, at least minus four. Yeah. Because to me, it would be Titans minus 10 in Tennessee. Like, it doesn't... It's something and else. Then, also, then you get mad because when like you take that and you're like oh well never mind the team that I thought was obviously better wins and you're like oh why did I why did I get so – uh hey all the money baby for all the money all the money that's right you,
1: you and I both know right now the public bets probably on Tennessee and all the betters oh, right. are on Houston
0: that's right uh trade deadline move you would make name
1: one uh kind pro- of named one earlier I'd probably a running back if I found the Tampa Bay bucks and you'll know, figure out a way of going getting in cream hunt who's been productive. If it's a fourth-round pick, okay. Um,
0: That might be one I'd look at. There's a rumor that the the Browns wanted a Christian McCaffrey-like package for Kareem Hunt. Like, get the hell out of here, man. Yeah. yeah. He's he's a a free agent after this year. What?
1: The weird thing about the Cam Akers one is, you know, like the Rams are probably looking at going – Whatever I, I don't know what's really transpired behind the scenes, but they don't like picks, so it's like yeah, athlete picks. <laughs> they're, they're, you give whatever picks you want, they're going to trade those for some veteran guy. Yeah. You know, Is, do you have anybody
0: any players you could just give us for Cam makers Like <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just a ball swap, ball boy, <laughs> just swap, swapsy, swap yeah, some towels. We don't like picks, we hate picks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so um, I'd say running back uh, there, you could look at maybe some um, you know at edge rusher for example, Frank Clark. Suspended two games, right for whatever transpired. I think it was a, a gun charge back yeah. in 2021. You know, like the Bears um, got a nice win this past week, but Robert Quinn's a guy who showed promise. 2021 still has something left in the tank. You know, why yeah, not? I'd, you know,
0: go, if, I'd go give somebody a couple first-round picks. I'd go give
1: the Panthers like two first-round picks for Brian Burns. I don't think they're going to part ways with them, though. They've already said that, right? I mean, right. They, they, and that's and by the way, if you're David Tepper, even though you're you know. You've moved on from Matt Rule. You still have to keep some cornerstone pieces like Burns sure. to me is one of them. If you if you if you move on from that guy, now I feel like all the other guys who are like contributing right now in that young defense that's played well are going. Maybe I need to get out of here too because I want to hang around for a rebuild. So I- don't
0: get me wrong; like I wouldn't trade Burns if I mean, I wouldn't trade him if I was Tapper if I was Scott fitner But just it had been floated that they that they, and they haven't been able to come to come to the contract terms with him. So I think that you know. Yeah, the but the, it was floated on Sunday that they turned down two first-round picks.
1: Who were they from? Where were they at, you know? Right.
0: That's all I'm saying. Sure, they did. <laughs> Panthers definitely decided to turn down two first-round picks for a player. Right. Anyway.
1: When's the last time a DN's gone for that, by the way?
0: Uh Khalil Mack. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Khalil Mac with Oakland, from Oakland to Chicago. Right. Yeah. Which I didn't
1: really feel like that it didn't work out for either party.
0: Well, if... Uh, Oakland slash Las Vegas and made better picks. Maybe it works out for him.
1: So
0: yeah, fine I it's always what you'd say in that case? Yeah, yeah. But it's like when the Browns traded. was
1: Browns- looked great initially, and then it's like, even though he was a good player, it was hard to have the impact that I think the well, trade. The
0: Bears gave up too much. What I'm saying is, the team that got the picks back would have won the deal, except they stunk at making picks for like three straight years.
1: Yes, yeah, in the Raiders, I, I, I get that. But that's always why you say it really didn't work out for both teams.
0: Right. Of course. Yeah. I would have said I would say the Raiders won the trade. They just screwed up the, 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 the what they used the, the trade on. Okay. Anyway. Um anything else? No, that's it, man.
1: That's okay. it. So go, go have some toughies. Go enjoy uh VOTEC, taking oh, on yeah. NC State and keeping that game close. That
0: live Turkey, live hokies going in. Just look out for that backdoor cover, you know what I mean? By, by the way, nothing worse. Nothing, nothing more annoying than Beamer Ball. You're like, Beamer Ball? It's like, it's man, just a special teams. It's not there anymore. I know, I know that, but I'm saying, like, even, b- even back in the day, they were like, that's, that's just Beamer Ball at work, man. It's like, it, it, it's not Beamer Ball. It's just special teams.
1: I just love when uh, Shane Beamer was asked, like, early in the season, after they got trounced by Georgia, you know, are they giving up on you? Well, I forget the way he said to the guy or what the guy said. Heck no, Phil or whatever he said. <laughs> Heck no, Phil. Now they're ranked in the top twenty-five. They don't deserve to be.
0: Right. Um, they'll probably get beat this week. would be really afraid of sling some 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 heat at the the media members. I like it. he called out somebody who's like, they're like said something. He's like, you you had us ranked like six in the SEC uh, West. Like, what do you think about that now? Bob? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. You anyway.
1: love you fire fired it up. It's like uh, Lane Kiffin. He's throwing some shade at Jimbo Fisher. Talking about how they lost. I would, the I would cut off a pinky finger to get Lane and Raleigh for oh, free. But yeah, you know, he, he, he just said something today. I think it was about uh, DJ Durkin. It's about losing out on Jimba Faces. Well, he's like, you know, we always get outbid. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love Lane. He's the it's best. It's great. But, uh, um, all right, Brady Quinn. As always, buddy, a pleasure. We have, have to get any- this tight. Yeah. no Amber? Nice, nice work. Hey, well,
1: and, then, and then hopefully take flight. Hashtag Super Bowl bound, New York Jets, more donations to charities. All right. What, One what, what of these weeks they'll be legitimately favored. Probably not the following week after New England, but maybe after the bye. They get the Bears. They'll be favored against the Bears. That's right. They'll be favored against the Bears. Plus the Bears yeah. were off a bunch of wins.
0: Right. And then we're going to hashtag legitimate, hashtag take flight, hashtag. Hashtag
1: take flight, hashtag <laughs> Super Bowl bound.
0: <laughs> hashtag Robert Sala. All right. Brady Quinn is always a pleasure. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys. Don't hang up yet.